Hi, I'm Melanie Walker and welcome to another episode of Gun Talk. With me today is GOSA Chairman Paul Oxley. And now, Paul, one of the most frequently asked questions you get from people is, how long will it be before I get my license card? It sounds like a simple question, but it's a trick question because we have no idea. There isn't a defined period. The police try to tell us that they... Well, initially they tried to tell us that they, that it was 90 working days or 90 business days. Then they couldn't comply with their own imagined time period. So then they stretched it out into working days, which equates to about 120 ordinary days. Now they can't even keep to that. So we don't actually know. They then tell us that the clock only starts running on the day that they either receive the license application in Pretoria or it reaches somewhere the tipping point. Quite simply, it doesn't. The 90-day period for, for licensing in total was supposed to be how long it would take the state to process competence. And they've now mangled this into how long they, they've got to deal with the license. They also used to be able to deal with competence applications and license applications simultaneously. But they've now separated those two out. So instead of the whole process taking 90 either working or business days, it now takes 120 days plus 120 days. So they, they've stretched this, this thing out into most of a year and they still can't comply. Then the delicate thing comes to oh, how, do I, how long does it take me to get my card? The police initially were producing their own cards. They were simple computer printed identity cards. If you walk into Macro and you register as a shopper with Macro, they print one out for you at the counter. It takes you a minute and you walk away with a card. And the card has a mag strip on it and everything works on it. And the police can't do that. The police, it can take months, sometimes years to produce a card. They've now outsourced the work to the government printing works and service delivery has unsurprisingly not got any better. It's another prime example of every single facet of life that government touches, they manage to horribly complicate and, and, and ruin it. So we don't really know when people say, how long will it be before I can get my license card? We don't know. There is no way of telling. Your license application could fall through the cracks. It could lie on somebody's desk for months whilst they go on extended stress leave because the South African Police Service is an incredibly stressed organization. So the people are constantly going on stress leave. And your documentation could be lying on their desk while they do that. And then, too bad, so sad, you wait. The Parliamentary Portfolio Committee on Police has long been talking to the police about the lack of consequence management. Now, lack of consequence management relates to somebody does something wrong or something does, does something that's, that's not as it should be. Nothing happens. There are no disciplinary steps that are taken against the person. If they just get away with it forever and ever. And because they get away with it forever and ever, nobody cares. Guns go missing from police custody on a spectacular, spectacularly frequent basis. Nothing happens. Not one police official has ever been charged with negligence relating to firearm losses. They leave guns on the cisterns in restrooms. Nothing ever happens. And this the portfolio of committees is, has, been, has been hammering the police about. The police is probably the most dysfunctional arm of, of an incredibly dysfunctional state. And it's sad that they have control over the licensing of firearms, where they are completely incapable of doing it. 
So essentially, when should you start worrying or start bothering people or getting hold of GOSA to say, I need help with getting my card? As soon as possible. The moment you hand in your firearm application form, you get a you have to you have to pay the finance office at the police station, seventy rands or whatever it is, the license processing fee. The moment you receive your receipt, the clock starts ticking. You have a time and date stamped receipt from the South African Police Service that they issue you for their acceptance of your application to process your firearm license. Mm. The ninety days or 120 days, or however long it is, starts from that moment. Whether it lies on the, the designated firearms officer, which is the person in the in the police station who, who deals with firearm licensing, whether it lies on their desk for a day or 10 months, the clock starts ticking before they process it. The clock starts ticking the moment you pay your money to the finance office. It's a very clear trigger. Clock starts ticking, you have 90, they have 90 days to fully deal with the application. If they don't, you get in touch with us. And then we send them letters and we say to them, guys, please play the game. And they typically ignore them or they'll manufacture a refusal. And then we can take things further. Then there's an appeals process and there's judicial review that follows on from that. But then they're in the in a process. And the deeper they get into the process, the further it's removed from the deciding officers at the Central Firearms Registry, the further away, the further it's removed from them, the more control we have over the process. Once we get into the appeals cycle, it's very, very uncommon for us not to get a result within a, a positive result within a very short space of time. If it goes beyond the appeals board and goes to judicial review, well, I don't think we've ever lost a case. The moment it goes to judicial review, the, the game is up. The licenses are granted because they're granted by the court. They're granted by the bench. The North Gauteng bench, which is binding on all government business, has heard the police's excuses for non-performance for so long they don't want to hear them anymore. They treat the police quite aggressively and uh, as they deserve to be treated. They're a non-functioning government department. The National Police Commissioner, towards the end of last year, climbed on national TV and said, where it's impossible to fulfill our mandate. We, the South African Police Service, cannot fulfill our mandate. That's, that's a shocking, shocking indictment. Mm. And it's unfortunately just typical. So does one need to be a member of GOSA? And if so, how does one join? Okay, so so the way we've structured GOSA, we have a, a large, pretty much the way a, a political party, uh, because this is a political fight. So we structure ourselves pretty much in the way that a political party structures itself. We have supporters, a great number of supporters. Then we have core members who actually apply for membership and, and are paid members of the organization. And for those paid members, we offer them various services for their loyalty to us and, and as part of our offering to them. And one of the things that we do is we offer them access to our, to our legal team at vastly discounted rates. And that whole process folds out from there. Our membership, we, we've structured our membership so that it's as affordable as possible. So does one need to be a member of GOSA for you to actually be able to help them? And if so, how do they get involved? Well, yes, in terms of, of legal practice, uh, we can only represent people whose mandate uh, is extended to us. So they've got to give us a mandate. 
and as part of that process, we have to get we have to get our legal team involved. And unfortunately, lawyers are disinclined to work for nothing. Not quite sure why that is. Good charitable people, lawyers typically are. We have a, a large legal team, and uh, and many of them give their, their services to us for for next to nothing. But they also need to pay the bills. So so if they act for us, we have to we have to at least insist the people are basic or ordinary members of of Gosa. Uh, we have our ordinary membership set at a very low fee of 100 rands per year. Uh, then we have what we call silver membership, which includes discounted access to our legal team, uh, which is 500 rands a year or 50 rand a month. Then we, we have a, a higher graded membership, which we, which we term the gold membership, which is 1,000 rands a year. And for that, we will do increasingly more beneficial uh, services for the members, for the increasing membership. Uh, our highest Greater membership is diamond membership, which is a thousand five hundred rands a year, or approximately one hundred and fifteen rand a month. If um, legal services are required, we will pay the deposit to the attorneys to represent them, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But everything everything works according to what people can afford, and very many people will will join us as ordinary members, and then they discover they have a problem, and they need to upgrade their membership slightly to get more benefits out, and and the the cost-benefit calculation is always in the member's favor. So we, we allow them to upgrade and, and to move backwards and forwards. If they no longer require a, a more expensive form of membership or they can't afford it, we allow them to move back down the scale on the understanding that when they require more more services, we can move them back up and give them those services. It, it's worked very well so far. It's been incredibly popular because people suddenly have access to to legal professional legal services, which they had no other way of, of ever accessing. So, how does one go about joining GOSA? You contact us through our Facebook page, GOSA Gun Owners South Africa, or via our website, gosa.co.za, or gosaonline.co.za, or gunownersa.org. We have many ways of people contacting us. So the magic word is patience. But if you'd like some further information about GOSA, do get along to their Facebook page. That's GOSA Gun Owners South Africa. And don't forget you can listen to our other podcasts for answers to most frequently asked questions.